Planet Parsons show 224 on the 30th of May 2014. Prepare your body and mind for a bumpy ride as we break new boundaries and go where no man or woman has been allowed before. We go beyond the final frontier into the light and dark corners of Planet Parsons. Well, how are you? I know it's been a week, but in my defence, it has been half term. Uh, and I did leave you hanging a bit on the last Planet Parsons. Well, maybe I was hanging because I'd got, got my um, woolly jumper caught on the microphone setting thing. And um, I had to wait for someone to come down and rescue me, which was shocking. I now have a pair of scissors standing by. It's all right. They've got round ends. <laughs> um, I hope that your world is full of sunshine. It's been a really wet week, particularly um, if you're dealing with half term as well. I mean, we have got very wet and we have gone out, but um, it's not as much fun as when the sun's shining. Just a little bit of sun would be nice, wouldn't it? Um, so when I spoke to you last, I was waiting for my friend Jess to arrive because we were going on a road trip um, like Rob Bryden and Steve Coogan. And we were heading off to Wales because my friend Wincy Willis, who used to be the weather lady on TVAM, but has done so much more in terms of animal conservation and uh, well, lots, lots more. And um, I won't go into that because at some point I think there might be a book that you can read, but we won't we won't go into that now. Um I made a big mistake, all right? Now, my mistake was once again, I printed off a Google map. Now, I'm not saying they don't get you there. It's in terms of hours, they do go around the houses a bit. So it said that it would take two hours, 38 minutes to get to Hereford, which is where the courtyard is, where Wincy Willis was. Um, so we said we would leave this house at five to two, uh, and at five to two, everything was by the door because I have to be organised like that because I am so disorganised. Jess said, let's go. As we put our hand on the front door to open it, there was a crack of thunder. There was there was lightning. There was the heaviest rain I think I've ever seen in my life. And I thought, this doesn't bode well, does it? And then um, I, of course, tweeted that I couldn't tweet along the way, but I, I was suspecting we were going to get some fabulous views as we headed into Wales. Um, and and said that um, Jess Faith would actually tweet on my behalf. And I warned you that she swore, and I warned you that she spits. <sighs> Did you learn? Do you know, I had more... She, it was shocking. Her first tweet was so rude. And then suddenly I had a lot more followers. So I, I kind of marked your card now. <laughs> um, so we headed off in the direction of the M25, because that was a good place to start from where we were. And as we're going along the little country roads to get to the M25, um, I suddenly saw a little sign that was about a local election and remembered I hadn't voted. And at this point in the proceedings, I knew I really wanted to vote um, because the area that um, I live in is very much um, unique and it has something called a residence association. And not many places have those. And how that works is if you elect that as a local councillor, uh, you then find yourself being asked before any changes are made. So the residents are asked. And I very much wanted this lady to get in. So I thought, well, I'm going to have to vote. Um, Jess said, I can't believe we're going to have to turn round. So we turned round. It was still thunder and lightning and rain. Got to the village hall. I went in and suddenly realised, oh, I'm sorry about this, but they handed me two uh, 
ballot papers. And that was a that was a huge shock to me because behind everything, I, I did know there was going to be a European election. I'm not completely daft, but it hadn't occurred to me I'd have two ballots to consider at one point when I was about to get on the M25. So I knew where I was going with the local elections. And then there were probably 20 names on a sheet to vote for Europe, to put into Europe. That was impossible. And I don't like to waste a vote. So I spent 15 minutes looking at these names and thinking, I'm not even sure which direction to go in. Anyway, I won't tell you which way I voted there, but I did vote and we got off on the road. So off on the road, still absolutely pouring with rain and heading for Wales. Well, it was a spectacular journey. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, And the sun did come out eventually. And uh, we did try tweeting on the way, but there seemed to be no service in those areas, which only proves that they're really kind of countrified and not covered by telephone masks, which is probably a good thing, isn't it? Uh, We got to the theatre and I have to say I was a little bit grumpy at this point I know what you're thinking Lynn why don't you get a sat nav it's because I have my best adventures when I'm out on the road with a map and getting lost and this uh, was no exception so arrived at the courtyard theatre half an hour before the show started I know left at two had a slight distraction with the voting oh It took forever. So it took over five hours to get there. And I went straight into the box office and I said, now, can anybody tell me the way back to London? I've come for the show tonight, but if you could tell me the way back to London. And he said, well, where in London? And I said, no, 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 no. It doesn't matter where in London, just any direction that will take less than five hours. Anyway, it took three hours on the way back, which is, is not so bad, but over a 12 hour period, all that driving oh you know what it was too much and actually I don't know that I'm that good at driving in the dark but don't tell anybody I said that um the show was great Uh, I learned so much about Wincy I've known her for years because I was a vision mixer at TVM it was my first job but um Wincy has done so much in terms of conservation um she knows Gerald Durrell she knows um David Attenborough it's all uh, an incredible world that she has tapped into throughout her life and when asked whether she had any regrets because she'd done plenty of television and you always assume don't you that people that work in television are probably loving it and and they're living the dream and when asked if she had any regrets she said actually only that I didn't do more conservation um and I think that just goes to prove what a lovely lady she is really really lovely lady and um at some point, we're going to get an interview with her because uh, I think it would be just so interesting. Uh, do you know, and if you know her or, or you know of her and you want to ask her a question, I'll happily do that for you. And we'll do a little, maybe a 15 minute interview uh, for the podcast. So came back from that. All right. At three o'clock in the morning. Ruthless Romans was my next point of call with the little one. Fantastic history. The horrible histories. I don't know if you've seen them on television. It's actual facts. It's real historical facts, but they do it in a, a massive comedy way. And they have fantastic songs as well. Just so entertaining and a really good way to learn. But I did find myself at one point standing up and dancing with these three performers that were the Ruthless Romans. And there was blood and guts and worse on the stage not real of course um and then when they asked the children to join in the children were not so keen and i found myself stood up dancing with children pointing at me 
but I enjoyed it. Um, then I wanted to share with you that I went to see Scooby-Doo. Now, um, you'll have listened, to, if you've heard a, a past uh, Planet Parsons, you may have heard the one where I went on the ghost, I love a ghost tour, went on the ghost tour with my friend Simon Tester of Wimbledon Theatre. It was a great, it was a really great night. It was quite spooky. There was definitely something going on with the lights and I don't think that was being done by anyone that was was on staff. And there is uh, an historian that's attached to the theatre and he also does the stage door. But he is uh, uh, into ghosts, so he's a paranormalist. Is that right? Uh, anyway, the first thing he did was he took us to two seats. I'm not going to tell you where they are. And said, sit in these seats. And he said, this is where two ghosts very often appear. They're often here. They watch productions. So if there's nobody sat in those seats, they sit in those seats. So I said to my little one, Scooby-Doo. Okay, how do we stand on Scooby-Doo? It is half term. Is Scooby-Doo too young for you? And he went, no, I really want to go and see Scooby-Doo. So I said to my husband, could you go online? They were very reasonably priced tickets. Go online and see if you can get a couple of tickets for tonight. This was Tuesday. And he said, gosh, you've got the last two tickets left. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? The hairs on the back of my arms are going up as I say it. So I said, fine. And then when we got there, the two seats, the last two seats that hadn't been bought were the two seats that the ghosts sit in. I mean, nobody knew that. I only knew that because I'd been on the tour and I didn't say anything to my little one either. But it was just, you know, one of those moments. Uh, we're into a new moon at the moment um, and uh, that is a good time. It's a good time for new beginnings. So I bought myself um, some very... I love a bargain. I bought three for the price of one um, candula plants, which are really... They're like little gerberas, bright orange. Listen to me. I'll be working with Alan Titchmarsh next. Uh, so they're going in the garden because it's a good time to plant at the new moon. Apparently farmers have done it for hundreds of years. So if they've done it for hundreds of years, it's going to work all right for me. Uh, my book has arrived that I ordered, Pictures of Italy from Charles Dickens, which I think I mentioned last week on the podcast and more about that at a later time. Saw the preview of a film that's out in a couple of weeks. No, actually a couple of months. So that's well in advance, eight weeks before its release. Earth to Echo this week. Um, it's It's down in writing as a children's film. I don't know what the certificate is. I would say, and I'm not going to spoil it for you. It's all right. I'm just telling you, it's called Earth to Echo. It's a cross between E.T. and Batteries Not Included. We've probably all seen E.T. If you haven't seen Batteries Not Included, please. Uh, I think I bought a copy of that on DVD for £1.50 recently on Amazon. Uh, do check it out. Jessica Tandy. And I mean, it's just fantastic film. Um, so this was an interesting combination and brought bang up to date, recorded on uh, one of the children's camcorders. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm not going to uh, give you anything about the details because it might be your cup of tea. It might not be. I also saw on television this week um, some Matisse art. And, you, you know, even if you're not into the art world, if we showed you a piece of Matisse, you'd probably go, oh, yeah, I, I know who did that. And they were showing something called the snail. It didn't look like a snail, but it was gorgeous. It was almost rainbow colour squares. Um, and they said it was the last piece he did before he died. It's the most popular piece, they said. The, the, the piece he is most well-known for. And I thought, 
I'm horrified. I've never seen it before. It was gorgeous. And there is an exhibition at Tate Modern at the moment, which I'm not sure how long it goes on, but if that's your thing, uh, do check it out. Um, did you see the One Direction news this week? Oh, I, yeah, I wonder what you think of that. I, I'll tell you where I stand on it, as you're asking. I think that it's notorious that bands and people that mix in that world will do that kind of thing. And I think the mistake they've made, they weren't driving the car, the mistake they've made is to let someone film them. And knock-on effect, I didn't think it would have a big knock-on effect, but I spoke to someone who's quite big in radio yesterday and they thought it would have a massive effect. And I think, you know, I'm not a huge fan of them musically, however, I do think they do a lot of good things. Um, So I'm not standing up for them, I'm just saying... Is that a huge thing in this day and age? And then uh, two or three weeks ago, I did a couple of Steve Wright shows while Jamie Lee Grace was off. And if you heard them, um, you'll know that we had Dr. Hillary on one of those shows. And it was really nice. Dr. Hillary is on breakfast television and has been for years. And he's a good advisor when it comes to, I I think he's a GP. I'm not certain, but I think he's a GP. But he will give you general advice. He's great. You can throw any question at him and he's great. Um, I had a business meeting yesterday in a very posh restaurant, uh, which I'm delighted to say I didn't have to pay for the lunch. And it was a good lunch. But someone whispered at me, look at the table next to you. It's Dr. Hillary from uh, Breakfast Television. Anyway, he was deep in conversation. I didn't want to go, oh, I met you on the Steve Wright show. So I just let him be. And then the lunch came up. Okay, this is Dr. Hillary, who gives us fantastic advice on what we should and shouldn't be eating. Well, as well as other stuff. Oh, shall I? No. Is it rotten? Oh, you want to know. Right. Um, He had burger and chips for lunch. (laughs) Extra chips and probably extra cheese. But I wasn't seriously looking. Um, Anyway, I've probably talked for far too long. Uh, it occurs to me it's the 30th of May, and when I worked at Radio 1 years ago, we used to do a competition called 31 Days in May. And I've got some great stories involving uh, Michael Hutchins from In Excess and other people <laughs> that I might share with you another day on Planet Parsons. It's the 1st of June on Sunday, uh, yeah, on Sunday, Marilyn Monroe's birthday, uh, my friend Dana's birthday. And I know as we hit June, and I don't know where it's come from, it's come bounding along really quickly, um, that we've got the tennis to look forward to. And um, more importantly for me on a, on a personal level is, I'm not quite sure what day it is, but my friend Martin, who... Um, is a really big part of my life and I speak to him quite regularly and uh, we have a a regular giggle, if you like, whether we're just going for a walk in the park or going on a ghost tour. Um, He's coming back from Australia, which is great. So I'm looking forward to lots of photos and looking forward to hearing his stories. Not quite sure what day it is, but uh, Martin's safe journey. And if you'd like to make contact at Lynn Parsons UK, you can tweet and to email lynn at lynnparsons.net. Lynn Parsons. When she's good, she's great. But when she's bad, she's better.